0: Welcome to episode 69. Today is a solo episode and it is all about building good habits. The episode was inspired by Melissa Allen. If you'd like to submit your request on what you want to learn next, feel free to fill out the form in episode notes and we'll feature your request on our upcoming shows. Why habits, you might ask. Whether you're a single parent or a human wanting to change, habit formation is a great skill to have to make it a part of your life. How do you create a habit? What rule of thumb to follow when starting and how to make something that is out there that you potentially like to be part of your life? Just like driving a car or brushing teeth, something you do on automatic, how do you do that? Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and downloading a podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now be the messenger of hope and share this episode with one of your friends. Enjoy this talk on habit formation. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host, Irina Shehovtsov, and I am on a mission to empower brokenhearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Hello, today I wanted to talk about how to form good habits. How do you create one? What rule of thumb to follow when starting? And how to make something out there be a part of your life? So let me start by saying that all habits are good in which sense? Well, they all produce a certain result. And the question is, does the result they produce is worthwhile? Does it serve you or not? And when you find that result is not favorable, then change the habit that produces it. Habits are like energy. They cannot be extinguished into nothingness. What they can be is they can be changed from one into another. And with anything you do, you got to know why you want to do it. The why here is very important. As it will propel you further, it will help you move across the times when It's too difficult. You don't want to do it. You're not feeling like doing it. It will pull you through. So first, we need to determine why do you do what you do? Why you want to make it a part of your life? And that why it got to be so potent, so strong. For example, here's an example we're going to talk about today. You like to lose weight, maybe a few pounds. And here's why you want to do it. Here's your why. Summer is coming and I want to look good when I take off my shirt on the beach and I look awesome. And is this a strong enough why? Maybe, but what would be a stronger why? The kind of why that would stop you from reaching for the chocolate bar after a long day at work. Let's try again. Here's another why that you can try. My health is important to me. I understand if I don't spend time exercising, improving my eating habits, I might as well reserve time in the future to be sick. I got this one body for this lifetime. and It is my duty and responsibility to treat it, to take care of it like it deserves. If I want to have a great life experience, I got to take care of the vehicle that provides that experience by moving, eating, resting, listening to its needs, and keeping it from harm. Now, that, that's a stronger why. You understand the longevity about it. It's not some short-term gain, but rather a lifestyle choice that you're embarking on. This why will help you make good decisions in your day-to-day life. And once that why is powerful, let's move on to the next step in acquiring that great habit. So in this example, we are talking about losing a few pounds of weight. First things first, we got to understand that change does not happen overnight. It takes conscious and continuous daily effort. If something looks huge or difficult to grasp, to make it simpler, we would break it into a smaller digestible pieces. We will create a level of commitment necessary to do the task without fail. It is about introducing cues after which a certain action is carried out. And when it comes to losing weight, it's not simply watching what you eat and how often you exercise. There are other factors here in play. Some factors could be sleep, stress, and or emotional trauma that could contribute to carrying the extra weight. And you are a whole being, not just the parts. So it is important to look at different aspects. When looking strictly at physical aspects, it is like looking at the end result that was produced. We got to look at underlying reasons as to why this particular thing manifested in physical reality as such extra weight. When we carry on emotional trauma for long periods of time, it takes residence in your body, whether you like it or not. It can manifest as a disease or appear as a few extra pounds that you can't get rid of no matter what you try. It could be a protection mechanism from childhood that served its purpose then but doesn't serve its purpose anymore and is actually hurting your body. Sleep is also at play. Do you get adequate rest during the week? How many hours do you sleep? Of course, it is unique. Uh, For each one of us, there is no rule of thumb, but if you were to notice and observe how you feel getting an X amount of sleep, um, how would you, you feel when you wake up? What is that number for you? For me, I know if I get eight hours of sleep, I'm gonna feel it's gonna be my absolute best scenario. I'm gonna feel refreshed, alive, ready to take on a day. I'm not there yet. Consistently, I am working on improving my sleep habits little bit at a time. And now on average, I get six and a half to seven hours, which is a huge progress from four and a half to five hours where I used to be before. So everything is built in those small incremental steps, a little bit at a time. Stress is also a great contributor. How much stress do you allow in your life? What stresses you out? Are you prepared to handle that stress? What are some practices do you do to curb your stress response? Ask yourself those questions. Because not all stresses are created equal. For example, for the body, the stress response to intense workout is we are stressing out our muscles to the po- point of muscular failure, and it is a good thing. It causes muscles to grow in, is a, as a response to its constant use to handle more uh, weight, let's say, to handle more strength, right? On the other hand, emotional or mental stress on, can be draining. It could be contributing to the extra pounds as a form of emotional eating when you're not really hungry, but just feel bad because of one thing or another. It is important to have stress release built into your day. And one way to do so is doing something what you enjoy. For the sake of enjoyment and nothing else, I recommend 10 minutes of joy every day. Do something that sets your soul on fire. Do something incredible just for the sake of doing it for because you gonna feel amazing now that we covered the contributors to the extra weight how do we actually implement that habit of course it depends on where you are starting in the process and how much pounds do you need to lose but don't fret as you can get to your final destination to your goal. And it is the person you are becoming through the process of change and not just that final destination. As a rule of thumb, commit to five minutes of your time every day to do one thing in the direction of your goal. So if the goal is to lose weight, what might you need to do on a daily basis to get there? If it is your goal to get into a gym and make it a habit and a consistent basis. Maybe you don't want to do it daily, maybe you want to do it three times a week, let's say. And you want to do it something that you do, not, not something you must do, but rather because it is who you are, who you are being. You are the person who cares about their body, who cares about having a longevity kind of a lifestyle with good conditions. So who you are being as opposed to what you are doing, what you must do, who you are being is key here. Then you are the person, you know, who takes care of his body or her body by eating right, exercising and resting. Then you might start at creating little cues and build on it little by little. Don't set yourself up with huge expectations. Commit to minimal amount first, and then increase it as you see yourself progressing. And the whole routine of getting yourself to workout consists actually of four stages, of four steps. Right. So first one is putting on workout clothes, then putting on your sneakers, getting to the gym, and finally working out. First cue is put on workout clothes. So pick a time in your day when it works for you, ideally every day at the same time that you're going to work out. Or if it's three times a week that you are aiming for, pick those times consistently so it is the same time each time. Then let's say you put on workout clothes after a certain activity, after you wash the dishes or after you brush your teeth. As we are creating a cue for a new habit, we want to tie it to another activity that you do with the idea that after that activity is complete, we begin moving in the direction of your new habit. As we are building the new habit, we want to make it automatic. The reason for breaking it into four stages so that we don't set huge expectations on the outset, but rather build bit by bit. So you might spend the first week brushing your teeth and putting on workout clothes, and then it just ends there. (laughs) And in week two, you'll add putting on sneakers after the workout clothes. And in week three, you'll do step one, two, and three. So putting on workout clothes, putting your sneakers on and getting yourself to the gym. And you do those three steps for a week. Then in week four, you work out for five minutes and then slowly build up on it by adding more minutes to your workout. This might seem long, but what you are doing is reprogramming your brain, your mind to making a habit, an automatic endeavor, something that you do without thinking. Remember when you were first learning how to drive a car, how diligent you were and patient you were and detailed on paying attention to everything. From the mirrors and where the brake is, where the uh, the gas pedal is, and everything else, you know how you switch gears in the correct order. If it's an if it's a, a manual transmission, <laughs> but even in an automatic one, you know the steps that you take. What is the first step? Like as you sit, you buckle yourself in and you check the mirrors. All of those steps were broken into little sub steps in order for you to learn the whole sequence. And you were very diligent for a long period of time before you kind of put it all together. The fact that you have to drive straight and not swivel around, right? All those things you did for N number of times you did them slowly and deliberately as you were training your body and teaching your mind how to operate this machinery. How many years later now, many years later, you get in the car and start driving without a doubt and manage to do all sorts of other activities besides driving, like talking, eating, or thinking about your day while your body just drives the car and it knows everything it needs to do to get you safely from point A to point B. So in that long process of creating a workout habit that sticks, we are training our mind and body in who we are. I hope this was beneficial. If you like to delve in further in habit formation, you can reach out to me. And what I discussed today is actually covered in more depths in the great book by James Clear entitled Atomic Habits. I will leave a link uh, in the episode comments if you like to check it out. Thank you for listening. And until next time, have a great one. If you like this episode, please share with somebody who would benefit. You can leave comments, topic suggestions, and add your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It also helps greatly when you download the episode. If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self-Love, Mindset and Support for Relationships, where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you because you are limitless.